0: Hello and welcome to Ozzy Tells All, the hottest sports kicks in the Northwest on the internet, known to man. Yesterday I had Zach on about music, his band, and his concert coming up. Thank you for all that good feedback on that uh, podcast. And today, Dennis D. mac on the phone. Welcome in to Ozzy Tells All, Dennis.
1: Thanks, Oz, thank you for having me.
0: Not a problem. Um, so, just first off, you are a hardcore. Music, aren't you
1: i am yeah it's it's probably the biggest aspect of my life i would say
0: yeah uh what point did you um know you were a music man hardcore
1: you know what's funny is uh it, it was actually later i was kind of a late bloomer like uh i didn't even really start listening to music until i was 12 or 13 really um and uh uh, it, it it was it was instantaneous like i went from not listening to music at all it, it, to just being addicted and taking in whatever i could and uh, and seeking out music and kind of i think making up for lost time sort of thing nice very nice um who are your music inspirations
0: these days or or, or as a kid or as a kid how as a kid as a and then how has it progressed over time
1: as a kid it it's funny a lot of it's changed but a lot of it has stayed the same like um the first artists I was really big into were the Eagles and um uh Bruce Springsteen and um I was really big into Journey uh and so a lot of those bands I I still listen yeah. to but uh you know I progressed off into other genres and uh, mm-hmm. started, started, you know, like I got into, got into rap and, uh, got really big into like MNF. Dr. Dre and the way, uh, not, not so much now more the first oh, generation. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. So like Dr. Dre and that whole West coast, uh, scene and then got into country and really got into like, uh, Glenn Campbell <laughs> and, uh, some of the older, mm-hmm. older guys that were before my time. There you go. Um, who?
0: What was your first concert, and also of, of your of remembrance? And also, what is your couple couple of your favorite ones you've been to?
1: My first, I remember very well. It was Friday, May eighth, nineteen ninety two. It was Brian Adams <laughs> oh, at the Old Spokane Coliseum, and uh, yeah. <laughs> and and he he was really big at the time because he had that the song from Robin Hood, the Everything I Do, I Do for You, mm. and oh, yeah. uh, I had. Yeah, I had just actually discovered him a few months before then. Not through that song, oddly enough, but from Summer of '69, which was kind of an oldie oh, by yeah. that time. But, uh, sure. yeah, so everything just fell into place. I started listening to him, and then he came into Spokane just a few months later. And so that was my first concert. And, uh, you said cool. favorites. Um, a couple favorites, yeah, about two or three, where can they go? Oh, wow. Uh, offhand, I have to say, my very favorite show that I've ever seen was uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce at Safeco Field. There you um, go, yeah. It
0: was
1: it was one I went to just on a whim. I was kind of a Jay-Z fan, but didn't really listen to Beyonce at all, but uh, wanted mm-hmm. to go just because of the, the, the buzz that was surrounding those shows and and i sure am glad i did i bought my ticket the day of the show and decided to drive over to seattle and and i don't go. regret it go. because it was one of the best shows i could have ever dreamed of right. and by as far as other
0: with your wife on that
1: one yeah yeah um she went with me um she uh took off work kind of last minute to go over and and it was funny because it yeah. was more of the reverse. She was more of a Beyonce fan and didn't really listen to Jay Z. Oh. <laughs> so there, there was yeah. a little something for both of us at that show.
0: There you go.
1: But uh, yeah, yeah man, by the time a- it was
0: yeah,
1: by the time it was over, I was a huge Beyonce fan. So
0: <laughs> there you go, Queen uh, Bee,
1: as she's called. It, yeah, Queen Bee, Yep, I was part of the Beehive after that. But uh no as far as a, <laughs> yeah. as far as other st- <laughs> right, as far as other standouts go, you know, um my favorite artist is probably is and always will be Bruce Springsteen, so the first time I ever saw him, you know, I've seen him a lot of times, but that first show was really yeah. special. Where was that at? That was at the uh Tacoma Dome in uh two thousand. Two thousand, that's
0: seventeen years ago. Very nice. Yeah. All right. Um, now, you are one to go across the country and also into Canada to um, watch all these concerts. And you told me before that you have traveled. You've you've seen art. You've seen a show like a, a band or artist on the same tour. Tell us how that came about.
1: Well. Um, again, it kind of all goes back to Bruce Springsteen and, uh, he was the first person I started to do that for just because, you know, a lot of, a lot of bands go out on tour and play the same songs night in and night out. And so if you see him in Chicago or if you see him in San Diego, you know, you're, you're going to get probably the exact same show, except for maybe they're wearing something different, but, uh, but with, with. With him, he makes it a point to where no two shows are the same, any two nights, and so that was kind of what got me started on doing that was just the uh, surprise factor. But I started to do it for other artists, uh, just you know, as an as an excuse to go to places that I I hadn't been or places that I like to go to. Um, yeah, you know, just if there's a if there's a show happening by an artist I like in a city I happen to want to be in then then I'll do it, or you know i'll 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 see a show for the first time of an artist and be really impressed and and then look for other cities where they'll be playing later on that I can see them again yeah
0: absolutely
1: um how do you like
0: What's the cost and how do you afford all all the, all the, all the travel and tickets and all that?
1: Well, you know, um, a lot of it just has to do with, um, with knowing where you can, uh, where you can cut some corners, you know, like, uh, if, 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 if I can find a cheaper flight to one city than the other, then that, that, that's a factor, if someone's playing somewhere where I know people and I know that they have a, a bed I can crash in and save myself some hotel costs, then I'll do that. Or, you know, if it's a city with good public transportation where I don't have to worry about renting a car, I'll do that. Um, there you go. You know, it's, uh, I, I've been really fortunate in that uh, I've I've always had had jobs that paid well enough for me to be able to do this. And, um, Mm -hmm. and I'll admit I've, (laughs) I'll admit I've, I've rang up some credit card charges to do it too. So You know, a combination of just uh, kind of always keeping money aside, knowing that something might come up on the horizon that I need to travel for. And, you know, in case of emergency bust out the visa, there
0: you go. Put on the charge card. Yep.
1: <laughs> absolutely in spades uh, yeah, at at twenty yeah, percent interest
0: <laughs> that's gonna get ya
1: interest yeah
0: absolutely uh, but uh you
1: know enterprise. you know it's funny my oh, go ahead, yeah, go ahead, oh no, I was oh, just so gonna say so my to my sure. go ahead, okay, yeah, I was just gonna say that my uh, my grandma told me a long time ago that, uh, I should, I should do this while I'm young and while I still can, because one of these days I'm not going to be able to do it anymore. And sure. And, and, then I'll be sorry. You know, they say that you regret the things you don't do more than the things that, are, that you do do. So, uh, yeah. You know, if, if one of these days I'm staring down the barrel of a massive credit card bill, then I'll face that when I come <laughs> to it. but <laughs> Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, do you have any future plans going forward? Going to any concerts in the coming year?
1: Well, I have a few more lined up for this year. Um you know, it's funny around uh around springtime is when everybody starts announcing what they're going to do for the year as far as yeah. their tour okay. schedules and what they what they're going to put out. So, I kind of know in the first part of the year what the rest of my year is going to look like, but um so for the rest of this year, uh a couple of weeks from now I have um the Eagles, I have uh the Scorpions, um then I, I take a couple months off and the the end oh. the year over in Portland with Billy Joel in December. Oh, oh. nice. He's my guy. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's your jam, I know that. <laughs>
0: Even Elton John, for sure. Yep, yep. Um, now, I saw you on Facebook a while back. It was, it was a Bruce Springsteen... Birthday, birthday, was it? Your birthday? You went there on your birthday made a sign?
1: It was. Well, yeah. Yeah, that was my birthday last year, 2016. And uh, I went with a group of friends. The thing about going to a Bruce Springsteen concert is uh, he has fans that follow him all over. And
0: uh, yeah,
1: if you go to enough shows you start to know these people and you become friends with these people. Oh. And, uh, and I have, I have people all over the world that I only know because of, of Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. And, uh, this was a particularly special one. You know, I had, uh, one of my really good friends from Chicago was out here for that show. And, and, and my best friend, Kathy, who I do most of my concert traveling with, um, she okay. was there and, and uh i was thinking about maybe taking a because he he'll he'll take requests from the audience on signs so i wanted to Mm -hmm. you know just to to be that guy that that requests something really weird and 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 (laughs) and yeah something just like a one-off i wanted to do that and make a little sign hey it's my birthday play this song that you haven't played in 15 years and uh Sure. The, the the more the more we thought about it, you know, my friends and I kind of had a had a little meeting and uh, and and they said, now you know, it would be, you know it'd be really funny is uh, if if you asked him to dance with you like in the in the Dancing in the Dark video back in the 80s with Courtney Cox." He like they are mm-hmm. like you should you should ask him to dance, with you, you know. He's a pretty progressive guy. I don't think he'd uh, I don't think yeah. he'd be ashamed to dance with a guy. <laughs> so uh all right. All right. I was like, well, you know, the worst he could do is laugh at me, so I, I went ahead and did it, and yeah. yeah, and yeah, he pulled me up on stage, and we we had a dance, and it's all over That's YouTube.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, what how, how what is that feeling like for you? Was it surreal? You know, your you're idol. You know,
1: but you're, but you're, you know, you're like it, right there. It really was. I mean, uh, I I it's. I'd met him a couple times before then, so you know, I felt like I kind of I wasn't awestruck by him in that sense. But it's it's one thing yeah. to meet him in the parking lot behind the the arena and for, it's another yeah. thing to be yeah. up on the stage with, you know, thirty thousand people there. So awesome. that that yeah. that added a new mix of 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 rush to it. Nice. Was that in Chicago? No, that was actually in uh, in Seattle, at at Key Arena. Seattle, okay, gotcha. Which I've always, yeah, Um, Key Arena is my lucky venue. So that just that added to that. Explain about the arena being lucky to you. Um, well, I just you know I have some superstitions and uh, and and I've always, I've I've always had really good luck. You know whether it's getting good tickets at Key Arena or waiting outside to meet the artists at Key Arena. So I've I've just always had a good vibe from there and I've always had good luck there. And So, yeah, my superstition leads me to believe that's a lucky venue for me.
0: <laughs> so you and uh, Key Arena are, had the stars aligned perfectly? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, what is the art of making a, a good sign at a concert?
1: Well... I think, you know, I think the biggest thing is something that's going to, that's going to stand out. Like, uh, there, the, an artist looks out into the crowd and they see a hundred poster boards that are white with black writing, but, uh, you know, they don't always yeah. see one that's, that's neon green with, uh, with pink glitter for the lettering and, <laughs> So any, anything that's going to make it stand out from the others is, is good. And, you know, anything that, that indicates that, that you're a real fan, you know, like you're not just there requesting some song that, that you heard on the radio that everybody knows you're, you're there, you're, you're there asking them to dig deep into their catalog.
0: Yeah. Like a, like like a one-off situation.
1: Yep. Exactly.
0: Um, do you make a lot of signs, or do like you take like, once in a while you make a sign here and there?
1: It, it's actually so rare that I do. Um, and, you know, part of it is just because I, I, I don't want to have the hassle of having to babysit it for the whole show. I'd rather kind of be in the moment and uh, focused sure, on the sure. show. Um, part of it is because I don't want to be that guy that's holding a sign up all night and blocking the view for the person behind me. Uh, so it, yeah. it's got to it's got to be pretty special circumstances for me to to bust out a sign. But that said, I have done it a couple times.
0: <laughs> there you go. Um, and you, are you more into autographs or photos, or what do you like to do as far as meeting meeting your idols or 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 musical people you like to talk to and so forth?
1: You know, for me, it's more about the photos. It, it, it used to be about the autographs, but you know, the only the only the only real value in an autograph is if you're gonna sell it one day, and and you know right. if an artist means a lot to me for me to want that little piece of them, then I'm never gonna part with it anyway. So it's 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 worth True. a dollar to me as much as it's worth its actual value, because cause I'm never gonna turn around and sell it. So oh, for me right. now, it's more about the pictures, um, just because that's something you know. It's 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 something that, that that everyone else can see. You know, people can uh, pe- people can't question that you actually met that person if if it comes down to a story. Right. Um, yeah, you know, and, and, and exactly, yeah. Anyone can scrawl something on a record and say it's from this person, but uh, the picture is right. really special.
0: Absolutely. Now, on your travels across this great country of ours, and Canada as well. Aren't you from Canada?
1: I'm not. No, I'm or? just, I, no, nah, I just, I just kind of consider it a a third or fourth home.
0: <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, I was going to ask, um, you know, what your travels around North America? Have you met any other celebrities, either musical or movies or TV, whatever you, um, consider?
1: Yeah, actually, um, you know, uh, wow. Separate from, from uh, just waiting at a venue to meet a musician, um, I, uh, I've, I've done a couple shows where, you know, there was an actual meet and greet involved um, with like a VIP package. And uh, Mm -hmm. when the Beach Boys got back together for their 50th reunion or their 50th anniversary reunion tour, um, I bought Mm -hmm. VIP for that because, you know, that's that's a once in a lifetime thing. And the last time they had been together, I wasn't even born yet. So, uh, Mm, so, so I went all out for that one and yeah, so I got to meet the beach boys with Brian Wilson and, you know, the, the original members that were, that are still alive. So, so that was really Mm -hmm. special. Um, one, one other thing, one other one that stands out for me is, uh, I was, coming back from a concert in Seattle a few years ago. And, uh, we were, you know, was, my wife was with me at the time and, uh, we, we decided to stop off in North Bend, Washington. And, uh, they, they had filmed a lot of the TV show twin peaks there. And I kept saying how I, I wanted to go there. And, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I, I had, uh, I'd I'd, I'd always said I wanted to stop there and see some of the places where they filmed. And uh, this was before they were even supposed to start filming the the season that just wrapped up on Showtime now. And uh, Mm -hmm. I stopped in at the diner and uh, about five minutes into my trip there, David Lynch, who Created Twin mm. Peaks and is one of my favorite directors. Anyway, um, I grew up yeah. on The Elephant Man. I grew up on Eraserhead and and Blue Velvet yeah. and all those kind of movies. And uh, he walked in and and for for people that don't know, David Lynch is a very unique looking guy. Like there's yeah. there's no way that someone kind of looks like him and is it him or isn't him? It was absolutely positively him. <laughs> And so, so that was really cool. I got to have a chat with him and it was very low key, you know, no one else knew he was going to, I didn't know he was going to be there. So, so there were no crowds or anything. So I got to kind of have him to myself. That's cool.
0: Was he um, as cool as you wanted him to be?
1: He was everything I'd hoped and more. I mean, you know, yeah. Especially with someone who's really, really uh, kind of out there in their filmmaking style. You don't know if they're yeah. necessarily going to be the most extroverted person or, or if they're going to kind of be an eccentric artist type who doesn't want people around them. But uh, now he was so warm and welcome. I remember I came over to his booth because he sat down at the booth in the corner and I, I approached him to talk to him and said I didn't want to take up any of his time. And he he moved his coat aside so that I could sit down in the booth next oh, to him, and yeah, that, that that always stood out to me. Nice,
0: awesome to see that. Um, okay, so last night I said to text you wanted to talk about this one. Um, think about it actually. Let's say you're in a bar, open bar, just you and four <laughs> of your dead or alive, um, music, uh, singers, or bands, whatever you want to do, who would you take for people and,
1: and why? <sighs> you know, um, that I, I thought about this all night too. And, yeah. uh, I had a bunch of different scenarios in my head, but like every, every kind of grouping that I thought of didn't seem like it would be a good fit. It's like the personalities yeah. might clash. So, What I ultimately decided on was, um, you know, because I I personally, I have always thought that, like, music and politics are really intertwined, and I listen to a lot of political musicians. So I think I would want to do my four favorite very outspoken political musicians. So that would be Mm -hmm. Bruce Springsteen, um, Don Henley from the Eagles, Um, Warren Zevon, who, uh, is no longer with us, but, um, really, really, uh, really political, really literary, very, very smart guy, you know, referenced a lot of old literature in his songs and, uh, and probably Bob Dylan and, you know, Uh or, or yeah, because, you know, the thing is, I know all of those guys, even though they might have different personalities. I know all of those guys have the same world view, so that would be a really chill yeah. conversation. I think to to just bounce bounce ideas off of each other that you know aren't going to cause an argument. <laughs> yeah, my
0: four from what I, what I thought about.
1: I yeah, I'd love to hear that. Just
0: now, na- just now. Actually, I thought about just now, sitting here. Um, <laughs> I want to go Michael Jackson because he has some great stories. I think you like he, to tell, you know.
1: Oh, uh, Michael, yeah. Michael
0: Jackson, uh, yeah, my favorite artist of all time. Um, also, I like to get Elvis Presley in.
1: Oh. He would have
0: some. He would have some nice stories too. Um. Let's see. I would also like my guy Billy Joel because he's some favorite favorite uh, singers of all time, and. Um, let's throw in, I don't know, the Beatles, I guess the band, the Beatles we will go with them.
1: Well, you know, that's a good, that's a good mix too, because that's all a bunch of people that notoriously liked to have a good time too. So you, you you would have story. (laughs) You would have stories from that, from that meetup for the rest of your life. (laughs) Uh
0: Absolutely. Um, oh yeah um who do you think is the best showman or show woman would we'll, we'll say like on the best show like dancing wise singing wise entertainment wise who maybe maybe two or three guys you think or girls you think um are the best of that uh of of being a show a showman
1: well uh i i already you know i don't want to beat this dead horse but Bruce Springsteen, just because every show is different every night, and, you know, you're going to get at least three and a half hours out of the guy. So, him, for sure. Uh, For completely different reasons, Beyonce. You know, Beyonce's shows are more, they're the same night after night after night, but she has such Mm -hmm. huge production, and the choreography, like, I'm not even kidding when I say that uh, I didn't even... I did not give dancing the credit that it deserved as an art form until oh, I saw her do it live. For sure.
0: It's amazing. And yeah, I love dancing. Yeah,
1: yeah. That woke up something in me that, uh, that I never understood before. <laughs> so I definitely say her yeah. and, uh, oof, you know, you um, too puts on a great show. Queen puts on a great show. Okay. Um, Taylor Swift nice. puts on a great show. Nice. Um,
0: I was going to say, I've only, I haven't, I haven't seen many countries myself, though, live. I've just seen a couple of not very big names, but from what I've seen on TV and YouTube, and all that, I think, Beb Jacko, my, my guy, I think, is the biggest showman I've seen, from what I
1: can tell. He he could control an audience like no one else. I mm-hmm. I remember even just when I was like seven or eight, and I didn't even listen to music, but he would walk, he would yeah. come out on stage, and he could just stand still for two minutes, and if he cocked his head, you know, two inches to the right, those people would faint. Yeah. yeah. And and you know that's that's okay. a master showman right there.
0: I mean, walk and all that good stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, let's see here. Okay, so who are your favorite artists? two day, like two dates. And also maybe like a band or two, like as of right now,
1: you, you mean like, as far as the, the newer crowd goes, uh,
0: um, whatever you like, like currently, what, what, what do you like presently? Uh,
1: uh, you know, currently I like, um, I'm and probably this has everything to do with the fact that she's got a new album coming out, but I'm on a really big Taylor Swift kick <laughs> right now. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, I go through these phases where I listen to her all the time or I never listen to her. And I'm right now I'm on a big listening to her high Um, listening, listen to a lot of Pink Floyd lately. Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh, you know, you know, just stuff that's on the radio, you know, like uh, this summer was a really great summer for, for new songs. So I've been listening to, you know, some of that stuff. Echo Smith, who's a like an indie band from California, had a great new song come out this summer. Miley Cyrus kind of had a really good comeback track. Oh, boy. <laughs>
0: um, let's see here. Um, now, from what I, know, what I know of you, you like a lot of different styles of music. You like the rap and country and pop. Um, what What do you like best, though?
1: Uh, you know, um, I think deep, deep down, it's always going to be like just straight up rock and roll. Like that's always Mm -hmm. the stuff I've connected with the most. That's at the end of the day, the stuff that means the most to me, but, Mm -hmm. uh, you'd never know it because I think from day to day, I just tend to listen to more pop just because it, uh, it's, it's, it's more fun to drive to. It keeps me upbeat at work, you know, uh. So yeah. I, I think I listen to more pop than anything else but my my heart is with yeah. grittier rock and roll.
0: Nice. I'm just curious, I'm not sure if you'd like this but are you into like Broadway musicals like Hamilton or Cats or 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 just main music?
1: Um, you know, it, I I've listened to I've been to a few shows. I've seen Wicked more than once, which oh, is a great show. Nice. Um, sure, from yeah. what I've heard of, from what I've heard of Hamilton, it's 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 really good and interesting and yeah. and and a new way to approach the genre and uh, I, I'm looking into maybe seeing that show in Seattle next year. I'll go um, that for sure. <laughs> I, I'll let you know if you, you know If we can even yeah. Find some tickets Cause I know I, I have sure. I have friends That have lived In New York Since that show started And they're like I can't even Get in the door <laughs> Right
0: <laughs> So um, uh, um,
1: uh, Yeah You know I, I don't listen To a lot of The Andrew Lloyd Webber Stuff That's a little Over the top For me But uh, I, I like yeah, a good okay. music I, I I get down With some West Side nice. Story <laughs> There you go.
0: That's cool. A couple things before we go go into our last couple things here. Um, Last night, I texted you last night that you didn't have a hard time answering this question, but do you think it's tacky um, when someone will buy it either a T-shirt, a sweatshirt, a hat, you know, whatever, and wear it at a concert
1: where they bought it from? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, and, and, you know, that's probably an unpopular opinion, because if you go to a concert, pretty much everybody's going to be wearing the gear of that band, but, you know, for me, it it, it, it seems tacky, just because, you know, part of it seems like it's sort of a pissing contest with other fans, it's like, oh, well, I'm a bigger fan than you, because I'm wearing the t-shirt, or you know, I, I, I'm a bigger fan than you because I have the T-shirt, the hat, and the 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 beer koozie. And, right. But but also, you know, too. I mean, and I'm probably overanalyzing this, but uh, I I I think it kind of gives off the impression that, that the person doesn't really have any other interests in their life. You know, it's like <laughs> I'm at this band's concert. I'm wearing their clothes. Is you know, where's where's your own individuality? Where's Where's your personality?
0: No, you know, uh, like, wear, like, a throwback, like, the 80s, you know, so, like, a throwback shirt, you know, so you're an OG, not, like, a bandwagon fan, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, if if I could still fit into the concert shirts that I got when I was a teenager, (laughs) maybe that is something that I would, yeah, you know, hey, I've been here since day one, but for sure yeah those those people those people that walk right into the building and buy the shirt and then take off what they're wearing and put the shirt on i'll never get that
0: i actually agree with you there i really agree on that one (laughs) might be just our age or maybe just old man stuff but that's you know that's what i i agree as well with that
1: Um, Uh, you got my back
0: absolutely well, then if we get to our other segment we have in the program, it's going to be fantastic coming up, everybody. Um, what is your fascination with Taylor Swift, a.k.a. T. Swizzle?
1: T. Swizzle. Um, you know, that's uh, that, that, that's kind of a funny one because uh, it's it's it totally came out of left field. Um, it's funny to talk about this now because I still think of her as a new artist, but her first album came yeah. out ten years ago, and cool. uh, and yeah, yeah, 2007 I think was her first album, and um, wow, I I I didn't really get it. It was a little too countryish for me, but I at least mm-hmm. respected her because she wrote her own songs, she played her own instruments, and in 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 the country music scene today, that is really uncommon. Like, a lot of, uh, if you watch videos on the country music station, the thing that's different Mm -hmm. from all the other music formats is when it tells the artist the name of the song, the name of the album, it'll also, it has to always say the songwriter, because more often than not, it's not the person who's performing it. Oh. And, And so, you know, that was... And back in the day, that was unheard of in country. You know, like Johnny Cash, Willie Nelson, those guys wrote their own songs, you know, Patsy Cline. Yeah. But uh, Mm -hmm. somewhere along the line in the 80s and 90s, it just became more fashionable for people to sing other people's songs. And uh, Mm -hmm. so I I always respected, even when I didn't like her songs, I always respected that she wrote them. And uh, Mm -hmm. by the time she put out her second album, she had a really huge reputation as like her bread and butter is her live act. You know, don't, don't sit at home and listen yeah. to her album, go see her in concert. Right. And go so, yeah, night. the first, exactly. Yeah. So the first time I saw her was in 2009 and she, it was in Spokane. So she, she hadn't, you know, hit that level yet because she was still playing some of yep. the smaller markets. And, yep. uh, so, and everything that I'd been told was true. You know, she knew how to work a crowd. She uh, was obviously singing live instead of to uh, lip-syncing or, yeah. or doing auto-tune. So, sure. Um, so that was kind of when it started. But I think the the reason why the the reason why she's been able to keep my attention all this time has been because it's kind of interesting. Watching her grow up and uh watching her personality change and watching her 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 music reflect where she is in life you because know, before that I was mostly listening to older artists who are well established and uh you know they're 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 not really going through those big life changes after you know a certain age but uh right. you know i I watched her go from her teens to her twenties now she's in her late twenties and just you know, mm-hmm. watching her become more, uh, more of an activist, watching her become more conscious of social issues, watching her, uh, watching her become more self-aware and, and being able to laugh yeah. at herself. It, it's just been a neat <laughs> yeah. kind of journey to go on, you know, like it, not yeah. unlike watching, watching one of your friend's kids grow up, or so I can't say watching your own kids grow up because I don't have kids right. and I don't know what that's like, but it's like watching yeah, your that. friends' kids grow up, and yeah, you see their personality yeah. change and see them become more comfortable in their own skin,
0: yeah, I have two things actually after i could I actually thought of myself sitting here um, first thing I want to ask is what is your primary source besides the radio of music is it is it spotify youtube is it apple music or
1: is it like uh, Pandora or Spotify or apple music what what, what do you listen to? You know, um I don't really do any of the I have a lot of the streaming services but I don't use any of them. Like I have I have Amazon and I have Pandora and that kind of thing, but um I don't don't use them as much as I should. Uh yeah. My my biggest outlet is um, you know, MTV uh okay. every week they have a couple hours of of time set aside just for new music where they're trying to promote new artists and, uh, and, and play some newer songs by people maybe that have been around for a little while, but this is, this is where they're at now. And so I'll, I'll, I'll I'll do that. And that's where, that's where I discover all my new music. And then, uh, and then just anything else, you know, I, I discover it the old fashioned way. I I go to the record store and, I uh I, can I, I cool. yeah <laughs> that's that's a that's a that's a dying breed. There's there's a few and uh you know Barnes and oh. Noble has actually really expanded their music section when when everybody else is downsizing theirs. Oh cool. So you know oh, they'll yeah. have those think... if if you listen to this person then you might like this person those kind of things so. Oh so that's cool. that's how cool. I discover new stuff. you were saying about m t v um
0: back in the nineties eighties, there was like music videos all day, all night now it's like teen mob Two, like who <laughs> who's the daddy so, yeah,
1: the yeah the real world like season eighty
0: three yeah, what are they yeah real world and all that stuff, yeah. But I will say, I will say, I do watch one show on MTV, which I do love, The Challenge. That's my favorite show on there. That's like a, Ooh. a hybrid of Survivor, hybrid of Survivor and and Big Brother, I guess
1: it is. Uh, which are which are two of your favorite shows? Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I watch. Yeah. Uh, it's, I, I'm not. I don't admit this to a lot of people, but 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 we're friends. <laughs> um, I watch yeah. a lot yeah, of Catfish. <laughs> <laughs>
0: catfish I How 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 is that show? I've never seen that before.
1: That's 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 good stuff. You know, it's it's good trashy. Turn your brain off and be entertained stuff. You know, it's uh, it's it's also it's an MTV thing, but it's uh, it's yeah, it's people yeah. that have been in online relationships finding out that the person they were talking to is not who they thought they were, <laughs> and it it just yeah, never ends well. Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> and
1: and we tied it back into sports. I knew we'd get there. <laughs>
0: yes, it came, at least this time, it came over to sports. Um, I have two more things to ask you before we go, in, go into your rants here. Um, so who are some young up-and-coming stars to look for coming up in the future?
1: Uh, you know, um, there's a uh, – there's a there's a female group of sisters from California called Haim. They are really talented and um you know they're they're just kind of on the verge of making it big and uh they're they're going to be you're going to be hearing a lot about them. Um How do you spell that? There's What's oh H-A-I-M. H-A-I-M? It, it looks like it would be it yeah, it looks like it would be pronounced haim, but it's pronounced hiem. Oh,
0: and, and they're
1: great. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and uh so them um Halsey is another one. She's a she's a singer who kind of pops up on other people's stuff but is is, you know, yeah. about to launch her own career. Well, has already launched her own career, but she's about to take off. Nice. Um uh As far as country music goes, um, there's a singer named Kelsey Ballerini who is, Mm -hmm. she's just about to drop her second album, and uh, I think she's, by the next, by the time this album comes out, she's going to be a headliner. She's she's only been an opening act for other bands until very recently, Mm -hmm. but I think that's all about to change. Nice.
0: Let me tell you this. I was at my friend's house maybe two weeks ago or so and uh he, she showed me on her youtube on the tv um you remember the grinch showed still gr- the grinch um jim, Car- jim carrey and all that
1: yeah yeah the live cindy action Luthan.
0: one yeah cindy Lou who she's <laughs> she grown up and she has a lot of tattoos and she's a good singer too but i thought i was like that's the same girl that was saying Mr.
1: Grinch, Mr. Grinch. I
0: was like, oh, uh, boy, how times have
1: changed. <laughs> the, yeah, you, the, you, you're seeing a lot of that. I uh, I don't know if you saw the True Grit remake a few years back. But, um, I have not. The, okay, yeah, they did a remake of this old Western movie called True Grit, and uh, the little girl, and she was only 12 or 13 at the time, her name's Haley Steinfeld, and now she's kind yeah. of a household name. She was in she was in the Pitch Perfect movies, and now she's got her own music career going. Same thing there though. It's it's yeah. it's it's weird to have not seen them for a few years and then see them again as adults. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. And yeah, that's one, I one I have to ask you before we go into the other thing here. I just thought about this actually. Um, two artists or bands, whatever you want to call it. Um, you put them in an oct- in a ring or oct- octagon, whatever, a battle to the death. What two do you put in? Who do you want to lose that match?
1: Oh, oh that is a good question. Um, yeah. You know, I-, I would say I would say Garth Brooks and <laughs> Gwen Stefani, because no matter how this ends up, Someone I hate mm-hmm. is going down.
0: <laughs> I hear ya. Now for for me it's anybody versus Justin Bieber and whoever is in there, take him down. That's all I gotta say.
1: I can't stand <laughs> that. So so pick someone who can fight and put them in there with him. Gimme give gimme give anybody. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kendrick Lamar, he lifts a lot of weights. He could probably take him out. There you go. That's <laughs> my guy.
0: Go Kendrick. Let's go K. Lamar. Uh, all right. That ends that portion of the show. Now, um, people may not know this, but you, over the years, on Facebook and Twitter and all these platforms of yours, um, have had epic rants that have gone on and on and on, and I want to give <laughs> you the chance to say whatever you want on your mind. You just go ahead. The court, the, the floor is yours.
1: All right, well, you know uh I, I don't I don't have a lot to be angry or upset about right now, so I'll take that as a good thing because it means my blood pressure's lower. But one of the things that really annoys me, and this is an ongoing thing. This isn't just like a right now thing. Something that really annoys me is whenever people put down whatever the contemporary music is now at that time and then talk about how the music was so much better when they were younger. Oh, I hate
0: that. You
1: know, you and I are at a certain age now where we're starting to see that from people our own age because now it's a new generation and, you know, they're they're still hung up on, uh, you know, that Nirvana album they got when they were 14. Music's never going to be any better than that to them. Right. Or 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 Britney Spears. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, You know, and and I I just think that's grossly unfair to any new artists because you know whatever you're saying about music now, your parents were saying about music 20 years ago, and and it was just as annoying now as it was back then. You know, it's like. Yeah. Our 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 parents' parents were telling them, "Oh, this Beatles music sounds like noise. You know, this isn't real music." <laughs> and and right. they had to they had to live through that. Why would they put the next generation of people through that? And and besides that, I think it I think it really just discourages kids from you know picking up a guitar or taking piano lessons or something. You know, if, 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 yeah. if you've got someone constantly telling you, oh, well, what you listen to isn't art, it's just noise, or what you listen to is just done over a computer and it's junk, you know, this, yeah. you're, 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 I mean, that's, that's where music has always come from, is, is, is yeah. kids finding that outlet to express themselves, and, you know, why would you want to discourage that? Exactly, exactly. And you and you
0: know the, like, yeah. Well,
1: you know that like, just to expand on that, you know, people will cherry pick like the worst music from this generation and then mm-hmm. compare it to someone great from their generation, oh. and that's, you know that's it like that's be, like uh, putting a high school football team against the New England Patriots, you know, instead in, or, in, yeah. instead of saying yeah. yeah, you know, instead of saying oh well, you know, I grew up with with Neil Young and you guys have One Direction. It's like, well, hold on, you know, talk about some of the bands right now that are doing relevant things, you know, compare the Chainsmokers yeah. or compare the Chromatics to, you know, the, the terrible music from the, you know, we, we I, I come from the generation that gave the world the spin doctors. So, oh. <laughs> I, I, you know, if, yeah. if we're just going to find the worst of the worst from each era, let's at least match them evenly. <laughs> Incubus.
0: What's that? Uh, incubus.
1: Uh, I still didn't hear you.
0: Uh, incubus.
1: Incubus. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh God, the worst. Oh my God.
1: That's uh, that's a name I thankfully have not heard in a long time.
0: I still want to tell you, pretty funny actually. I heard in Canada actually recently. I was in Canada or somewhere. Around here, that in get an Uber driver or taxi driver, they have on loop. They have Nickelback playing, or no, oh. it's Back or Matchbox Twenty, like on a loop to annoy people from taking their taxi. I think kind of that would do it. Idea. But... <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, so you know, our, our friend Matt Green, uh, he has a thing he wants to ask you. Um to oh matt
1: Matt know. Matt Matt's a great guy,
0: yeah he's a he's like a guy for sure, but he sent me something thing earlier today, and I want to relay it back to you, get your thoughts on it so about a year or two ago on Twitter, your dmac twenty nine is right Dmac twenty nine on twitter that's me, all right, so you have some hashtags of only in Spokane, and he wanted you to maybe uh go off on that a little bit right now. On the podcast,
1: some only in Spokane stuff. Yeah, not related to me. Just anything only in Spokane. Anything? Anything? Okay. Well, <laughs> well the, that's I got plenty of them. One of them happened to me today. I was uh, I was cooking my <laughs> breakfast and and I burnt it, and so my kitchen mm-hmm. was full of smoke. And I opened up all the windows to try to air it out, but more smoke came in. So that's an only in Spokane thing, you know, can you only in Spokane, can you open up the windows and get worse air than what you already had? Um, Right. I have a neighbor, I have a neighbor down the block who uh, this is the most unsafe thing I've ever seen. They have a skateboard ramp that, that uh, the ramp goes into a trampoline, which then goes into a chain link fence, which has the dog house right underneath it, and you know obviously some kid- some kid didn't build that some parent did that for him and you yeah there it's just I'm a recipe for disaster there, yeah. exactly yeah so there there's a there's a hashtag only in spokane thing Um uh, yeah there's spokane is spokane is its own animal for sure absolutely and uh I want to thank you again
0: for coming on today. Um, it was a great fifty minutes or so here on the podcast, and hopefully to get on, get you on maybe twice a month or once a, once a month, talk about different topics. It'd be fantastic to have you back on here again.
1: Hey, for you, I'll make the time.
0: That is what I like to hear here in, here in Oz Nation. Um, do you want to plug any of your? A you plug any Twitter or anything you want to plug at, at all, or like that? You want to follow you at?
1: Uh, you know, um, probably not right now. You know, I'm I'm in a, I'm in a place right now where on my, my Twitter handle, if anyone wants to follow it is at denmac79, but, uh, you know, mostly all I do on Twitter right now is, is talk about the, my perception of the state of the world since, uh, since Mr. Trump took over. Um, I don't, I don't want to offend anybody.
0: What are uh, well,
1: your thoughts if, on Trump if, right now it, at the moment? Yeah. Uh, Hello. Facebook, Dennis Macart. But uh, now nah, I got I got go. nothing there to plug. Go. I have no no self. Okay. Sometimes I also spent time but, on my social media.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Your phone's been out there a little bit, so we're losing your connection here. But um, once again, my name is Ozzy. Um, I will talk to you again later tonight with uh, Seahawks. My friend John Riffle, he'll be on talking about that, and that should be fun as well. And uh, once again, thanks for listening to my podcast. Listen, subscribe on iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts, and I'll talk to you later tonight. Thank you very much.